0: While
1: Beauty Lab and Laser is a professionally licensed medical facility, the hosts of this podcast are not medical professionals, nor do they claim to be. The opinions on this podcast are for entertainment only. Please seek a licensed medical professional for all medical questions.
0: Hi, and welcome to Live Love Lab, the the behind-the-scenes podcast from Beauty Lab and Laser. This
1: is Heather Gay. I'm one of the hosts of this podcast. I'm joined by Dre, the other co-host, and together we are Druther! You have like such a sensual voice. I and do. Like, it's yes. because I
0: just uh, I've kind of got those weird um, pucker[s] in the back of uh, your jaw. I,
1: when you just like <laughs> pointed there, pointed I knew through. exactly,
0: and I feel it. <laughs> and I I feel like it was the universe kicking me in my butt because. I went to the beauty lab fridge. Are you yawning mm-hmm. audibly? Yeah, sorry,
1: I'm tired. Okay. Beep.
0: <laughs> well, I guess I guess my story, my riveting story about the Kirkland applesauce squeezy, wasn't enough for you because you yawned. I thought it was a fun and charming anecdote. Okay, to keep telling it.
1: Okay. So you went to the beauty well, lab fridge. I walked
0: to the beauty lab fridge. Try not to yawn. And I thought. Oh, wait, they have, that's organic applesauce, but like I am a brand loyal go-go squeeze.
1: Oh, you do? I forgot. You do love the go-go squeezes. I love the go-go squeeze. Yeah. Uh, apple cinnamon. Yeah. I'll do a normal apple, but
0: sometimes has a little bit of a, I, don't, I can't only describe it as like metallic aftertaste okay. that the cinnamon cuts. And mm-hmm. so cinnamon, I can always get through. And it's like one of my most favorite refreshing treats. Yeah. And I thought... I will throw Kirkland a bone. I'll th- I don't. I I just was not prepared to like it at all, uh-huh. and I was actually prepared to like just feel a surge of brand loyalty. But when I cracked it open, did you hear me like squeal? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's because I took a hit. Off I the- didn't know that. That's
1: what you were so excited about. Yeah. It
0: was. It it packed a little bit of it a punch. Hit. Yeah. It slapped, <laughs> and then it it was slapped so well that like I was. It was like affecting my speech given, because it was pinching that little gland on uh-huh, the back of my jaw. Uh-huh. And I'm going to take another taste right now.
1: I love that you love applesauce packets.
0: Oh, yeah. It hits. <laughs> it's doing it again. It's like a Sour Patch Kid. If they had been, you know, eviscerated and love it. put into a pouch. So shout out once again. Costco does it again.
1: Costco does it again. Like.
0: Dixie Burrell said, if Costco doesn't sell it, then I don't need it. And I've never forgotten. I thought that was so suburban of her when she said that. I was like, a, wait, Dixie Burrell? Tyler's uh, mother in law, Tanya's mom, stepmom.
1: How weird, full circle.
0: Oh, right. Right? But it spells it different. Oh, okay. But okay. is the second cousin of. Um,
1: yeah, yeah. Tara Burrell. Yeah. That's so Isn't that funny. Crazy? Yeah. That is so funny. Small
0: world. But yeah. Small world. I was, I judged Dixie when she said that. Hmm. I thought that that was so, I just thought I will never be a woman that only shops at Costco because I thought I was the kind of person that would like go get a baguette every day. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? We all think that. We and, all and have go dreams. go to the farmer's market. Yeah. And I just, I didn't know. Ladies, I apologize to Dixie because now my catchphrase is Costco does it again. <laughs> I'll buy 12 years of corn and eat one because
1: it's the best corn. (laughs) Do you know um, where I get a lot of my groceries from? Where? Amazon. Amazon does it again. Honestly, it's ridiculous. The other day I was thinking, you know what? I should just run to the store and grab this. Then I was like, okay, I'm going to order it on Amazon for a backup. Yeah. But then I'm going to run to the store because I need it now. Right. Do you think that I went to the store? Absolutely not. It showed up from Amazon two days later, and I was like, oh, I've been needing this. So this is right there, the great divide
0: in our personalities, because I, too, think that. But then I delude myself and say, you'll go to the store. (laughs) And that is why I have, it is Mm mid-July. Oh, I mean, July 20th. Yeah. And I forgot to text Monica. Or did I? Oh, too many people in this week. For birthdays Paige, monica margaret my sister i know it's a big birthday week well, gosh count back nine months from this week honestly what was it because that's that is
1: yeah crazy uh-huh Wait, what thanksgiving halloween
0: halloween yeah mm. Mm. spooky i know people get <laughs> i know i've seen you dress up as baba <laughs> baba duke <laughs> baba duke i was gonna say baba ganoush i couldn't remember the also name. that <laughs> <laughs> looked like a little bit like that um
1: Yeah, what were we saying? Anyway, uh, well, you were saying that that you... Marijuana causes short-term memory loss? That as well. But no, you were saying that you delude yourself to think that you're going to go to the yeah. Oh, which is why I still haven't
0: bought a pool vacuum
1: because I think I should go
0: and test it out. And the videos on Amazon... They don't show that there's like a six-foot-tall
1: charging tower that you have to plug the... Heather, we have to order your vacuum... Order it online.
0: Well, I, right now I have Colin, spelled like Coolin coming once a week to vacuum out the pool and do oh, it. Oh, okay. So you but, don't... Need- but I mean, I have a pool guy... But I need, I like, a metic, I'm meticulous about the pool. I like to you skim like, and, va- yeah. You would love to vacuum your own pool. So you does so your funny.
1: mom have a robot one
0: or is it a... She if,
1: does have a robot one. Uh-huh. Okay. What yeah. is,
0: what I forgot to ask that I had a pool friend. So is it the Nautilus or the Dolphin? Do you know? Does it have like the big tower start charging station? No. Uh-uh. That's what I don't want. Yeah.
1: No. She, I'll, I'll, I'll take a picture the next time I'm over there.
0: Okay. Yeah. You know what? Better yet. Take a picture and order it for me. I will so you know what? <laughs> what? I will do that. Because I keep thinking I'm going to go Christmas to the pool present. store and make friends with the pool guys yeah. so that I can no. learn about my pool and no. figure out how to make the skimmer work better. And
1: Let's just make our lives easy.
0: But please. like I, every time I go in the pool room, I want to figure out what the valves
1: do. I want to learn that pipe I'm system. I'm sure you do. Just like you also would like to be the coordinator for the board of directors, board of directors for, for ballet west ballet and west. that
0: dream is still alive <laughs> as far as I know the position hasn't been fooled because I keep uh sabotaging all the other applicants <laughs> <laughs> filing false uh police reports against them right before their background checks I love it well well order me a pool vacuum will, ya? I, will. I will I'm on Get it give me the good one I will well, thanks for joining us today. Yeah. Remember, life is short.
1: <laughs> By the so, lips. tell me about this little saying that you heard. Mm. On, on, a, it is, on a movie, right? It is, um, well, I heard it
0: on a movie. Okay, but I would like to say that I read it because it's from the Great Teachings of Buddha. Oh, that's right. But it was—it was actually a quote said in jest in that um, the new movie Air. Um, Okay. the Ben Affleck, Matt Damon
1: that you were just talking about and saying that you loved
0: yeah I loved, I loved it Okay. it was like a rebirth for me and like I just wanted to say hats off to Matt Damon and Ben Affleck because I feel like they know that era and they represented it so well because it's 1984 it's basically in the year of 1984 and they left no Easter egg unhatched I like love it. Rubik's cubes. It was like facts to the USSR things. Uh-huh. Okay. You know what I uh-huh. mean? Uh-huh. It was so totally like iconoclastic. Every single moment of it. I loved it. I love it. Um, the from the clothes and the way they talked and the jokes they made. And I just I I just was immersed in like the first ten years of my life, you know. Yeah. It was great. So uh he was saying like, you're not a Buddhist Phil, Phil Stein, who's worth $42 billion and was the creator of Nike. Wow. But who uh, is a true entrepreneur and like his, the story of Nike makes your toes curl, you know, like Mm. I paused the screen when they did the mission statement because it's just so beauty lab.
1: Like we were like Nike Yes.
0: before we even knew what Nike was like. But um, he was driving a purple Porsche that says Nike man, Nike MN. And then he was like quoting Boone. He's like, really? You know, you you drive a purple Porsche. Yeah, yeah. But the quote was, and I uh, looked it up. And it's also kind of a test in friendship and a test in trust. So if you want to decline the challenge, you're free to. Should you want to leave of your own free will and choice, you may do so now. (laughs) Okay. So the quote is... Should you find a wise critic to point out your faults, follow him as you would a guide to hidden treasure.
1: All and right.
0: So I heard that quote and I, you know, I didn't laugh. I actually thought, you know, what, who is a wise critic in my life? Uh-huh. And I thought, well, no, and because no, everyone's scared to say anything mean to me. <laughs> everyone just tells me I'm perfect all the time no but I was like who is a wise critic in my life because
1: I mean the truth is there are a lot of critics out there but not many that are wise like I'm for me I'm gonna say like my therapist is like a wise critic yes you know? but like my children not wise not wise, wise, not wise.
0: <laughs> judge judgy as hell really just those little judgmental jerks um yeah. And everybody, everybody has a perspective and a point of view that like m- makes us, I think we are so accustomed to like having defenses against criticism and because of the world we live in and especially like if, if it social media and the way we're all kind of exposed and all so susceptible to criticism and for people I think that are always self-improving or, you know, self-aware criticism is something that hurts. Mm -hmm. You know, so we build up we have to find the balance between like, you know, self, um, like what's the balance? Like who I am authentically and what you think I should be like. Right. Sure, yeah. So Mm -hmm. a lot of times we're very defensive to criticism or like people will say things and if we weren't weren't impervious to their criticism, we'd never get out of bed, right? Sure.
1: Yes. But then you have those few people in your life that like you know that their love is unconditional. You know that they are there for you. They know they're looking out for you. And like a parent may be, you know, someone that is like, I, I feel like maybe hopefully we are that way for our kids. Like mm. I may, I may, Me not so much. <laughs> I may be able to look at my kids and say, I can see that this is going to be a problem. However, I'm saying it with all the love in my heart and because I want them to have a good life, you know?
0: Well, you're, you're bringing up my exact point, which is when I thought about that, I thought the people that, like, there's tons of criticism in the world, like sure. a thousand critics, but I'm not going to follow all of them like a treasure map. Yeah. But the wise critics in my life, the people I would trust, love me so much that they never criticize me. Like, I thought of my therapist, I thought of you, I thought of my children. Yeah. You know? and I, well, they criticize me, but <laughs> you know, you think of your like best yeah. friends and your mm-hmm. support group, and I was like, they always. You guys don't, you never say, Heather, could you work on this? It's becoming a problem. You've never said that to me. I wouldn't, yeah. Nor have you said that to me. So isn't that kind of, but isn't that kind of ironic that like, I'm a wise critic for my children, but I bite my tongue every day. Oh yeah. Yeah. We don't, so the people that could be wise critics don't do it. Yeah. Which is why this quote kind of hit me because I thought, what would Dre tell me if I were open to listen? If I wanted to, like, why have I never asked Dre to criticize me. I've never said, Dre, what's holding me back? Which is like the most earnest, wonderful question. Why would yeah. we be afraid of that answer? But like, I would love a little wise criticism. And okay. I trust and love you. And I want to be humble enough that I'm open to you responding to me on sure. this podcast. Okay. I also considered if I were a wise critic in your life, yes, and which I you would were love. to ask me the same thing, what yeah. I would say to you. And I thought, It really is the things that like we, we know, but we never say out loud because we love these people so much. Mm
1: -hmm. And the truth is, is that like, we probably know, like, I probably know the thing that you would advise me, like, Hey, you should do a little bit less of this in your life or whatever. Like, it's probably something that I would totally agree with, you know? Right. Do you, so you don't think we'll surprise each other? No.
0: Well then how is this even fun anymore? (laughs) I thought you were were gonna tell me obviously I need to lose 15 pounds and my whole life will change
1: sugar, Heather, sugar and carbs that's your, they're holding you back no, I think it's actually a really, really good question and it's a tough question not only because you know, I love and adore you and would never want to say anything negative to make you feel bad about yourself but also like part of like Some of these things that make us unique or that, you know, but also may hold us back are also what do make us who we are and, you know, leave a magical piece of us in our personalities. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah. Sometimes it's like the secret sauce is also the secret flaw. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Because I mean, like, if I'm thinking about it, like what I would say, um how did you word it? Like what is holding you back? Well, yeah. Like
0: if you could give me one criticism, like the one thing that like, that is so obvious to you. Like, I just wish Heather would like, here we are again, basically like, you know what I mean? The truth, like the hard truth about that you, you would say, because I think I, the reason I'm totally open to it is because I know that I'm perfect and I know that it'll be like something dumb, you know, like my hair color or my lash length. No, I'm kidding. I'm open to it because I truly believe that our, like our toxic flaw is also our, you know, secret power. Yeah. It
1: can also be a su- super yeah, Cause I, that's the thing. It's like, I don't know that there is the thing that I was just thinking in my mind is not necessarily what I, um, is the piece of criticism that I think you you shouldn't do anymore do you know what I mean it's like more of like this is the thing that I can see that is going to maybe cause stumbling blocks in your life yeah that's that's what but I want you to know hear. like this is terrifying scaring me but it is in a good but, way but it's also something that I don't want you to stop doing because well, that's I, mine is of you too, really yes well okay well so do you want me to say mine or do you want to say yours first I want you to say yours
0: first because I might make mine worse if yours isn't very okay nice all right
1: That's not Um, true. I'm
0: totally open. (laughs) A wise, but this is what this is how we have to frame it. This is important. Okay. Um, We have to frame it in the term of the quote. Like, so should you find a wise critic to point out your faults? So, this is a fault you're going to point out. Okay. Follow him as you would a guide to hidden treasure. So, I'm looking at this as like, you're basically giving me a guide to a hidden treasure. Like, the alchemist. Like, this is a. No, you're, no, okay. I'm going to turn it into a gem. You're, you're going to tell me okay. a fault okay. and I'm going to look at this opportunity. I'm going to follow Kay. this fault. Mm-hmm. I'm not afraid to hear it cause I'm going to follow it. And I think sometimes even just saying things takes away like the stigma and the power and the shadow of it uh-huh. and also shows me the potential, which is what I'm looking forward to.
1: Okay. Okay. So if I were to say to you, Heather, um, here's your fatal flaw. This is what I think is going to cause problems or has caused problems for you in your life that you may want to reconsider. It would be one word commitment. Okay, so <laughs> that's a big, that's, and it's a big word. But the, but the, the tr- trouble is, is like it's part of what makes you so awesome because but you tell are. Tell me, before totally, you tell me the awesome side, tell me the false side. You, the are, you are committed. When you are committed to a person, to an idea, to a concept, to a belief, to a dream. You double down, triple down, which is a amazing, but B can also has also caused serious damage in your life. Like
0: It's totally fucking true. Right?
1: I did not think that's what you're gonna say. Oh, really? Yeah, because like I see you and I think you held on to the Mormon church for way too long. You were very committed. I'm still more I know. Even I'm when kidding. you knew it I'm wasn't kidding. right, you were committed to it, mm-hmm. which is beautiful. Like it's why this business will never fail because you will literally not let it. <laughs> and so it is, it's your superpower, but also, you know, like. Commitment to friendships. Commitment to friendships. friendships. Like, like look at Jen Shaw. Like, can we say that? Yeah. I mean, I mean, you were her ride or die. It was a horrible, toxic friendship. It was. And you knew it. But do you know what? You fucking loved her. I know. You loved her for some reason. and Because she manipulated me. I know. But like also you even, it, it was so blaringly in your face. <laughs> but you were committed. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I've seen you do like, and not just to people, like to an idea of like, oh, this is how it is. I'm committed to this idea. I'm committed to that. It has to be this way. Yeah. And then it's like, and that's sometimes why you say to me, like, you're scared, like I'm going
0: to get committed to an idea. Cause then it's like, there's no coming back.
1: Oh yeah. Like, like if, like I'm, if, if we're, if we're going to start doing the, um, penis enlargement, <laughs> like filler shots, the P, no, we do the P shot, but that's the PRP, but, but. but like the oh, porn star oh. shot? Yeah, the porn star shot. I'm like, oh, Heather's looking into the porn star shot. Okay. <laughs> no, listen, I All just... All right, I'm just going to have to get on board because I if sent you are it,
0: committed I, to it, we are doing it. I'm just putting bread, casting bread on the <laughs> waters to see what type of feedback I get. That's how I brainstorm. <laughs> but I'm telling you, like, if we
1: we should, if we are... There's no shame. No, you know? there's no shame. Because that's the thing. It's like, do I not want you to do that? I do want you to do that. But you, you because it's. I see where it like is a major stumbling block for you. And like, especially for the big things, like staying in your marriage for a long time, Mm -hmm. hanging on to relationships that don't serve you, like because you are committed. Or like choosing to honor a
0: commitment over like yourself. And my family. Yeah. Yeah,
1: Like for sure. And so that's like, but then the, the wonderful perfect side of it is that like, damn, when you are like, no, we are opening Riverton. It's happening. Like we are opening a second look. I was very hesitant. I still am, like, not sure if I want Riverton, you know. But like <laughs> Riverton, she doesn't mean that. <laughs> I don't mean Riverton, but I mean, mean like that. a second location. It's like, is no, that what you damn shut me it down you- on the third? <laughs> We're breaking ground. Don't worry. But like, that's the thing is, I know it's going to happen because you are committed to it, and yeah. that's what you do. You've you find something that you want and that you believe in and that is what you do and you make it happen come hell or high water and unfortunately sometimes it's hell you know
0: what i, I mean i know and i i use i love that you've worded it as i agree with you and that actually provided some insight to myself that i wasn't anticipating but i <coughs> i'm glad you worded it as commitment because i um I like, when I look back on my life, like I, I regret like, or I, I, always see like my fault as like falling too hard, too fast and not ever letting go, but I never used it in a, mm. with a positive adjective, like commitment or Okay. not adjective noun.
1: Oh, or what is it? verb? Something Com- you do?
0: You commitment to something?
1: Yeah. Or you commit to something? I don't know. Hmm. <laughs> Grammarly? <Google it>. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so so that's, what do you think about that? What do you think of my assessment? I think am that I a wise
0: critic? You are a wise critic and I totally think that it was insightful and it was actually um, enlightening because I want to um, honor like my ability to commit. I am a crab, a cancer, you know, like yeah. latch on, but I want to make sure that I balance that with what serves me. And that's so, you know, if that's where I'm, if that's the way my boat lists, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Then I want to be cognizant of it so that I can just make baby steps to like balance it. Well, and
1: maybe ask yourself, like, is this something I should yeah. be committed is this to? Me d- is
0: this, is this what the wise critic warned me of? Or is this, you yeah. know?
1: Yeah. How, I mean, but how does that feel for me to say that? Like, do you feel bad? No, it makes me, no,
0: it makes me feel like immense gratitude for you on several levels. The first is because, um, I'm, and not to be funny, but like how terrifying to be business partners with someone who is a crab, because if I latch on to like a sinking ship and you're going to be like, you know, it's like Sebastian (laughs) and the little mermaid, you know, Sebastian just had to go, you know, and I'm the lobster, like grabbing on to whatever. So I think... That must be both exciting and scary to have a business partner that, um, that's their fatal flaw because, you mm. know, going down mm-hmm. to the ship, but like we're, we've au- actually worked on that together. Yeah. Yeah. And that, I think that it does stem from my childhood, like, because we were taught that obedience was better than anything, you know, yeah. obedience trumped righteousness even and commitment is essentially just you know, obedience is essentially commitment to a set of rules. Absolutely. And to an image Mm -hmm. and I'm committed to that story, that narrative, Mm -hmm. you know?
1: Mm
0: -hmm. So it's, and I think it's also going to pose opportunities for me to like, where I'm committed to a narrative or committed to an idea of who a person is. And Mm -hmm. I need to allow myself, you know, I've had to do that with people that I thought were flawless and realize that they weren't Mm -hmm. or people that I thought were the best friends in the world and really they weren't Mm -hmm. and then I also have to do it to remind myself that I was a very good friend to a lot of people and then when they gave me a reason not to be I was no longer their friend Mm -hmm.
1: and that's okay and yeah is appropriate And if they're
0: curious about why I'm not their friend anymore they're welcome to ask me yeah (laughs) because they know yeah you know what I mean there's not one person in my life that doesn't know exactly what they did yeah and that's just like even though they don't know that I know you
1: know what I'm saying? It might be surprising to be Uh like, well, she doesn't know
0: that I didn't do it directly to her. Yes, you did.
1: Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I am commitment. So do you want to hear yours? Yeah, I totally do. Well, do you think I, okay. Am I going to know mine? Like, am I going to agree? You're not going to, you're going to know it, but you're going to, your brain because of the power of your
0: brain, um, is going to, I don't know what it's going to do. I'm not going to pigeonhole you because th- that's not this exercise. I'm a, do you think I'm a wise critic? Yes, or just I a, do. I, I feel like I'm
1: Tweedledum. No, I think you are a very, very wise critic and a, just a wise person in general. I feel like Aww, we you. have so many good conversations that are very impactful to me. So I welcome Sames. any, any insight that you have.
0: You and I are same. We are same.
1: <laughs> so I'm the word I'm going to use for you and I might,
0: it might change or evolve during our conversation, but I think you're, uh, a fault is um, the word would be obligation.
1: Oh yeah. Oof. Did that hit? Yeah. Did I tell you that my whole therapy session on Tuesday was the, the word was responsibility? No. So there you go. Yeah. <laughs> it's in, the, it's in I, my universe I right I now. I think
0: of you often um, because you are, you I don't think you, I don't think you even think that you're doing all these things out of obligation. I think you probably are doing that out of responsibility
1: Mm -hmm. or
0: out of just altruism or out of just like being a guileless person that has very little self-serving agenda whatsoever. And so the reason like, I didn't want to say like you put yourself last because that's, that was like a negative thing. It's just that you put yourself equal with every other person in your life. So like you are you are obligated to be a good daughter,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: an incredibly good daughter, too. And then you're obligated to be a good stepsister, obligated to be a good sister-in-law, obligated to be a good sister, obligated to be a good business partner, obligated to be a good mom, obligated to be a good friend, obligated to be a good everything.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, like therapist assistant to me, you know, like <laughs> travel companion, friend of a housewife on television, you know, you have to land it in your scenes, then you have to fry the bacon. And you just like, I right. feel like you are spread so thin. And if you had less obligation, yes, you know, to always do the right thing or do the appropriate thing or do the expected thing mm-hmm. that you would be like an immovable force.
1: Because what life would be totally different.
0: Because you accomplish probably ten times more than the average person does, whilst doing all these other things. And so I just think if you were just a man, Mm -hmm. yeah, if you were just a man and you had a husband to do all of this, yeah, you know, to just so you could show up at the family reunions, you could show up for the houseboat in Lake Powell, you could show up for the soccer tournament or for the awards ceremony, Mm -hmm. you could throw some money at, you know. The ex-wives or the, you know, yeah. in-laws you get throw one Christmas party a year and then just be the kingpin of it all. But you handle the emotional work, like the toil and trouble and like someone's crying, I'll handle it. She needs a ride. I'll pick her up.
1: hmm
0: You know, people ask you to do things all the time because you do it without asking for, like you do it without, an, you do it without recompense. hmm like yeah. I could ask you to pick my kids up at 6am because I know you wouldn't make me feel like shit about it.
1: Of course I wouldn't because I love you and but I would do it. But yeah. people take advantage of that. Sure. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And the truth yeah. is people take advantage of that. And I don't think they mean to, and I don't think you would even recognize
1: they do, but like I know I take advantage of that. I think what and it, I love you. Yeah. <laughs> I think what it is is that it doesn't, yeah, like, cause I hear you and I do think that I probably do get taken advantage of because it's easy. You know what I mean? Like I make it very, very, very easy. Yeah, that's what it is. You Like you make the obligation seem like you want to do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know that is fascinating that you're saying that because I I totally agree. I think I have probably some much more toxic fatal flaws than that. So thank you for being so kind. Uh But like, I think uh, it was funny because I literally on uh, Tuesday told my therapist, like, I don't want to be in charge of anyone anymore. (laughs) Like... I'm done. I don't want to be in charge of these kids. I don't want to be in charge of this house. I don't want to be in charge of this family. I don't want to be in charge of this business. I don't want to be in charge of anything. That is like how I was feeling in my heart. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Of like, yeah. Overwhelmed with obligations. And he's like, well, what would you like to do? And I'm like, I would like to stay in my bed and put the covers over my head. Like that's how I was feeling. You know what I mean? And so we kind of talked about like, okay, well, you actually do want to be in charge of your business because that's how you make money and you love your business and And so we talked all through that and and, you love money and and (laughs) you love money and you do want to be in charge of your children because you were the one you brought them into this world and you love them. And he was like, what you don't want is the emotional toll and the responsibility, that emotional piece of the responsibility that you feel. And he was totally right you know, like, so how do you
0: create, how do you balance that? If that's the way your boat is listing, (sighs) that's a good question. How do you balance what is, because the, the flip side, I think that a lot of people can relate to is that you can, you can certainly draw boundaries with people that are asking for just not big favors, but just things that chip away, you know, Mm -hmm. could you run this or do this or fix this or call me or, you know, do this. But like, the aftermath is always worse because for some reason, when you start to take those little spaces, mm-hmm. it's like, I think that you do this not because you're a patsy, but because it's, it's preventative. Cause you know, if you hit all these marks, you won't have to deal with the, you, you know, yes, the, I, like yes, you let me down or well, you me, weren't yeah. there for me and da. Yeah. So it's like, it's a coping mechanism. Yeah. It's, 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 it's self-preservation. Yeah. It's like yeah. the best defense is a good offense. So if it's like, You hit it all. You spread yourself thin, but then you don't have to feel bad. Well, my ass is covered. You know what I mean? It's very CYA for me. Well, not CYA, but it could also just be a trauma response because you don't want to have regrets. You know, you don't want to be like, oh, they needed me and I didn't call them back Mm -hmm. because I was self doing self care. You know, like you've had traumatic things in your life where big things came down to you being responsive, you know? Yeah. Think about it. Like picking up the phone when someone needed you or like you've had a lot of moments where Mm -hmm. that's been your experience, you know, and then you've also had loss. So like, I think that's could also be a trauma response, you know, just like I want to hit all the marks because at least then I've
1: hit all the marks. Right. Right. I think that maybe, um, I mean, obviously it's boundary setting, but also I think part of that is like checking my ego at the door because the reality is that like, a lot of times that's just about like, I feel like I have to show up in this way or for this person because I don't want them to be mad at me. And that's just my ego. Like, cause who How actually that ego? cares? Cause it's like, it's about what other people think of me, not like what I think of myself. And so,
0: okay. I was thinking more like if, if, Mad is a bad emotion, and you don't want them to feel a bad emotion. I didn't no, see it as being about it's like reflective about, it's, of you. It's
1: completely just oh a, my like, gosh! So when I don't want people to be mad at me, that's my ego. Well, I don't know how you like how you process it. You may have it; it may be totally altruistic. I'm scared for of you. everyone. But for <laughs> me, it's I don't want to look bad to someone. I don't want someone to think poorly of me or think like, that am I'm, I the asshole? I'm a bad friend, or that I'm a bad daughter, that I'm a bad boss. You know, but, and I, I'm just thinking where are these, where is that obligation stumbling? Like, how is that a stumbling block for me in these different aspects of my life? And I can totally see it. I think you're totally right. Like, you know, in my personal life, like at home with my kids, it's like enabling my children, you know, or, and it's being a doormat and that, I think that lends itself to being kind of doormat ish, you know, and like, okay, like for business feeling obligated to like, say the staff could cause me to make a decision based out of emotions or worrying about like taking care of the staff as opposed to worrying about what's the health of the business. Right. You know what I mean? Like, and that, that's challenging for me for sure. Isn't that fascinating? Yeah. Yeah. Buddha once said,
0: if there are (laughs) wise critics cross your path, well, I will, I will follow you to I the will hidden follow treasure. You. I know. Let's like, let's check each other on that. Okay. And like, um, you can say to me commitment and I'll say obligation okay. and then it'll just be, cause I think there's a healing just in being aware of it because yeah. if we do it not as a coping mechanism, not as a trauma response, mm-hmm. not as a, you know, self-soothe because I, um, and we can podcast on all of those things later, like, but I just think, I think it sometimes helps us have a little compassion for ourselves Mm -hmm. and then maybe change the reason we're, if you're driving, you know, to St. George for the third cousin's family reunion, you know what I mean? If you're doing some sort of like,
1: or the kids want, you know, like,
0: you know, anything.
1: Uh, if I'm driving to pick up on a day that is not mine and I have to go to Sandy and then I have to go a- up to holiday and then come back to Marie and then I'm going to miss my one o'clock meeting and I'm losing my mind and I'm like have sweat through all of my yeah. clothes and then I show up um, and cry to you and Laura Armstrong about having children when Laura's about to have a baby. That's my signal that, I've <laughs> to, that, you're, that you're, I'm working my
0: obligation. <laughs> yeah. And like, I, if, but if you were do, to do all that and be, and be like cognizant of why you're doing it or changing your motivation or just changing the process, it would probably change the experience. Yeah, totally. You know, I'm actually doing this because I love my kids and I don't want to have a fight and I don't want to deal with this. And so it's not that big of a deal. This is actually what I want to do. Okay, Not uh-huh. what I have to do so people aren't mad at me. Yes. It's what I want to do because it's easier. But that's also gotten us a lot of hot water with our exes, I think, because we just do what's ever easiest. I
1: know. Path of least resistance. So basically
0: we're back yeah. to square one and we're going to keep on being us. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> Never change. All right, and, and you will be hearing about the porn star pea shot coming up soon <laughs> at Beauty Lab and
1: laser. Listen, I'm telling you, if Heather decides she wants to do this, then it Beauty Lab will be doing but it. But Dre came up with it. She said, change your penis,
0: change your life. <laughs> and I thought, that has some zing. Actually, that... I think really Sam's hard launch. <laughs> yeah, hard launch of the pea shot Come on, on up. We're thinking of doing it on Father's Day. Oops, we missed Father's Day. How about Labor Day?
1: Oh, uh, no, the it next is
0: toxic masculinity? I
1: do love, though, that you have your finger on the pulse. You're like, hey, this is the thing we should... Because you did that with O-Shot. I know and this is but it's also the messaging is we are we
0: if we say bring us all the men like why should we shame men for wanting cosmetic enhancement of oh totally you know all those songs about big penises. It's probably very intimidating for the small penis boys. It, I'm sure it is. <laughs> Average guys, we got you covered. Everybody's VIP at the lab. VIP. Everybody's B-I-G at the lab. <laughs> Bring your very important penis into Beauty Lab and Laser. for So the P-Shot enhances uh, erection and, and orgasm.
1: Yes, but the shot that you were looking at is for enlargement yes it's filler
0: it's a series of hyaluronic acid which is just basic filler injected in around the shaft of the Mm -hmm. penis which increases girth and length
1: Mm -hmm.
0: it's just like pretend your lips lips are glands right yeah giant a woman's lips just pretend it's your shaft and that's how we fill it yep i don't really like that visual but just like that (laughs) picture a, a balloon animal Just picture like someone, a clown holding what's about to be a balloon animal, a pink one. And then just picture it engorged and inflated. That would be a peach. What are we going to call it?
1: I don't know because we have the pea shot. Oh my gosh, I know exactly what we're calling it. What?
0: Well, we have the pea shot, which is for orgasm. Mm -hmm. And then we have the pea filler shot. So, pea fill, we call it fill. (gasps) The P H I L. The fill shot. The fill shot. (laughs) <laughs> the P.F.I.L.L. shot. <laughs> oh, that's great. In honor of Phil Hartman. Oh, and uh, f- punk, what's the guy from the <laughs> <Yeah>. Phil <laughs> from <laughs> Groundhog Day? Puckstani
1: Pucks to, Pucks to Pucks Phil. Phil. I don't know
0: because I grew up in the Mountain
1: West. I just love that movie though, Groundhog Day. Do you remember what Pennsylvania's nickname is? Oh, the Keystone State? Yes, girl. I love you. You're so freaking smart. Hey, it's not me that's smart. It's you. You teach me these things. I love giving you little quizzes. Okay, real quick, just before we wrap up. Yeah. um, I would like you to tell me the nickname for Alaska.
0: Alaska is the last frontier.
1: Okay. And then also Florida. The Sunshine State. Oh, that was too easy. Okay. I'm going to give you Illinois. The Prairie State, surprisingly.
0: But I think that's where you know, Prairie State. I don't know Illinois. Sorry, you should have something like chick, chicken in a car. I won't go. That's why it's in Chicago. But yeah, it's the Prairie State. I, I, that one never really fit. But also, Arkansas is the natural state, which is oh, weird. Yeah, to. that
1: was a weird one. Yeah, that was a weird one. What's Tennessee?
0: Tennessee is. Uh, wait,
1: Dre, did you stump me? I may have stumped you. I can't believe it. This is the. I've never. I don't. You, I've never stumped you. Wait, I think I stumped you one time before. It was for Louisiana. Um, that's the. Uh, what's New Orleans? Big, big as the Bayou. The oh, Bayou. Bayou. What is it?
0: I knew it. It's the Volunteer State.
1: That is a weird. But
0: I knew state. it because I always think how Dolly gives everybody, at dolly land all of her employees she paid their college tuition and they're it's i just feel like that's like a volun, you know she's volunteerism yeah. and, okay we're oh, gonna dolly you're never gonna forget it never gonna forget yeah god damn it dolly, dolly. i apologize <laughs> tennessee I, to the volunteers across america i apologize tennessee is the volunteer state okay i love it give me one to go off on on a win please okay i'm
1: gonna say your home state of colorado the Centennial State, Colorado. Said. What does that mean, the Centennial, centennial State? means a hundred years. So I don't know. So maybe, did it get ratified in like 1876? Maybe. It might have been, huh. yeah. Interesting. Okay, well, for one reason or the other, it's Four the Centennial. I did not know that. I would have thought it was like the, like, Mountain State or something. Well, the Mountain
0: State is West Virginia. It's the only state entirely comprised in Appalachia, and it's called the oh. Mountain State.
1: There you go. <laughs> okay, you are a savant, and I love you for it. <laughs> well, thank you for the um glorious, the self-reflecting, and the wonderful advice. You are a wise, wise critic, my friend. I'm I'm glad to be the wise
0: critic and not just the Buddha. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go back to my organic applesauce. This was a a deep method, deep thinking, yeah. deep thoughts with Jack Handy Dr- with Drether, deep thoughts with Drether. Yes,
1: which are let's be honest,
0: our favorite. Truth.
1: Yes. Well, remember. Did I say weed causes sh- cause a
0: short-term memory loss? Also, don't <laughs> let me forget to tell you that weed cause a short-term memory loss. Thank you.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, what well, where were we starting? Oh, well
1: the re- <laughs> So remember the lab loves you and life is short. <laughs> by, by the pee shot. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Great. This land is your <laughs> land. This lab is your lab. From East Coast Tory to San los Obispo Shane <laughs> from Pacific Northwest Park to Chicago Teamster Reagan. <laughs> this lab was made. Okay, oh, guys, I all hate right. my life. Good We're job. all. <laughs> <laughs> Behind the scenes. Can I go home? Is, is it over a, yet?
1: Is this gonna be a are, are you a there cat person or a dog person oh a cat person or a dog person?
0: Help. <laughs> Frustrated.
1: <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> Stupid plate. Dinner. <laughs> you guys oh my gosh okay